0: rise and shine what is good black people hopefully you're having a wonderful sunday morning afternoon or evening whatever particular time of the day or even the day of the week that you are listening to this today we are going to be talking about my particular thoughts on stop asian hate this has been a hashtag and an upcoming movement that has been trending with primarily black people. I haven't seen white people push it as much. I haven't seen Asian people push it as much. I've only seen the Negroes. <laughs> I've only seen black people push this hashtag and this movement as hard as they would try to do Black Lives Matter. And, you know, I we're going to get into it. All right, we're going to get into it. Um, but before we get into that, I want to show you an audio or I want to display an audio of this black man. Uh, I believe he's continental African, but... He displays the thoughts of Chinese people and Asian people and how they really feel on black people and how they consider us the stupidest people in the world.
1: But let's get into it, all right? Good afternoon, everyone. Nation Speaks. Um, Just want to highlight something that transpired today in a conversation with one of the assistant managers to one of the Chinese wholesale club Excuse me. talking to one of the gentlemen, he quit his job today. A very popular Chinese food store here in NASA And he said to me, he said he was sick and tired of the way the Chinese behaves and the way they talk to them. And he said today, he having a conversation, one of the young Chinese managers, the Chinese manager said to him that black people are the stupidest set of people that has ever walked the face of the earth. Chinese said to him that there there's no other race in the world more stupider than black people and that's why black people is to the bottom of every economic ladder in the world and they will never rise up he told him he said you know this is a black country and in this black country a Chinese or any other ethnicity any other race of people whether it's Indian Chinese Arabs and he went on I don't want to read him to make a mistake said and they can come into a black country and they can set up a business next to a black person in a black country and with the help of the black people, they will put the black man out of business in a matter of weeks. Uh, let me say that again. He said that a Chinese or any other ethnicity can come into a black community or a black country set up a business next to a black person in a black country and in a matter of weeks with the help of black people they can shut black people out of business now when he highlighted the fact that black people are stupid I was in awe but when he explained it to me I must agree for another ethnicity to come to our land and tell us that we are the stupidest set of people that has ever walked the face of the earth we would argue and get angry but it's a fact what he said is a fact. Any other ethnicity can set up a business in our country next to black people, and will get the support of none of its own people. There are people that go to another is and he said to far and black people are the only people that has ever done that. And that's the truth. It sounds cruel, but it's the truth. Because you can set up a store no matter what your prices are. Once the Chinese are selling next to you, the Chinese will shop with the Chinese. If you set up a business that isn't applied to the Indian, Indians will first shop with Indians. Europeans will shop with Europeans. Black people are the only race of people who will spend their money with another race of people who don't like them or who don't care about them. So I must agree with the young Chinese man. We are so far in that situation, the stupidest set of people that has ever walked the face of the earth.
0: Now, I have to ask, is he wrong? Now, some people might say that it's a bit of a stretch to say that black people are the stupidest people in the world, you know, is how would people say it's not fair? (laughs) It's being dishonest. It's disingenuous to say that black people are the stupidest people in the world. And you could say, and I, I will argue this, that the exaggeration is needed to say that black people are the stupidest people in the world. Now, of course. We, above all, are the most influential, we're the most intelligent, we're the most uh, artistic and so on and so forth, you know, with the original people, all this other type of stuff, the whole particular rant, you know, but when it comes to our particular conditions in this society, when it comes to who we put first in our lives, when it comes to our economic condition, our mental and emotional condition, condition who really is on the top of the pedestal because we are at the bottom and while claiming to be at the top we love being at the bottom because we love talking about how oppressed we are and how down and out we are and how we have to fear for our lives 24-7 not realizing that we could change our own condition not realizing that we can change that particular narrative of who we are But no, we are satisfied with being slaves. We are satisfied with the narrative of working for other people, serving other people, and being in fear of other people taking our lives. And then we'll turn around and claim that the world cannot operate without black creativity. Well, a plantation can't operate without slaves. How about that? Work can't get done unless you have people working there. A plantation cannot be operating without slaves So for you to say that the world It doesn't operate, it doesn't move without us That doesn't mean anything You're just a factory And they're using you To get their production done And until black people Take their energy and their work out of the manufacturing places and all this other economic stuff concerning other races of people until we come together and at least instill at least 50% of the money that we make in the black community on an annual basis. We make up to at least $1.3 trillion per year. And less than 5% of that goes back into the black community. So if we could take at least 25%, maybe even up to 50% of that money In in the next five to ten years We can actually start some form of progression But when you have black people Not being the owners of their own businesses When you have black people not being the Head or the leaders of their own movements When you have black people Not being in control of the money trading In their communities When you have black people that are too dependent Upon other races of people When you have black people that want to be these kumbaya type of Negroes these let's all come together and love is love and we can conquer this together love conquers all all this hoopla that they have been conditioned into stepping into when you have black people that will not go out of the extra mile or go out of the way in order to be exclusively for their own people This is where we have our downfall When we love being the tail and not the head When we love being led instead of being the leader This is where we have our downfall As Malcolm X once said If white immigrants can come here in America With nickels and dimes and no education And create all these particular economic bases for them and build for themselves and do for themselves. If black people can come up with all this money on an annual basis and not create any businesses, job opportunities for black people, then we are not in a condition to tell other people, other races of people that they are discriminating against us. If we have the money and the power to do for self, we do not have the audacity or the nerve to point the finger at other races of people, white, Asian, Hispanic Italian, East Indian Whatever the case may be We do not have the nerve Or the audacity to point fingers At them and accuse them Of hate or accuse them Of discrimination When we willingly When we willingly Give our power and our money To them We have the power to create our own Walmarts and our own gas stations And our own markets whatever the case may be we have the power to do that but we won't go out of the way to get it done people complain about how social media is and how they can't speak their mind we want to complain to TikTok we want to complain to Twitter we want to complain to Instagram but we won't go out of the way to produce social media platforms for our people you want to complain about how you're not getting the right type of service in in such and such place. Or the Asian women were mistreating you in another place or the Asian men were mistreating you in another place. Uh, remember, uh, I, I believe it was like three years ago, almost three years ago, where this uh, black woman got slapped in front of the salon, the, the beauty store. Uh, Asian man owns the beauty store and slapped the woman in front of her, her son. Now, whether she provoked the, the issue or not is it, it doesn't matter, but for for a particular black woman to get abused and and assaulted by an Asian man, and then what was it like the next day, or the next week, there was a full line of black women out there because he had a sale going on. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. We're not on code. You know what I'm saying, like. All these particular salons Or, or uh, You know the places where you get your manicures and pedicures We we have Asian women Even in my town in Atlanta But in other parts where These, these people do not respect you They just want your money They don't respect anything about you They'll have a nice conversation with you And, and smile But they only do that because you're giving them the money They can't Mistreat you all the way might be certain incidents here and there, but they won't mistreat you. They just want your money. They work good with business, and they are good in business. That's why they have become so successful because they are exclusive. They are self preservative if I could use that word. <laughs> um, they, they're, they're for they're self-first. They're for their people first. They are nationalists. You know what I'm saying? That every all the money. Is inherited In them All the money that they that, that goes to them It goes back to their family When we get money It goes back to another community It doesn't go back into our community And you know It's not like I'm not guilty of it either But what I'm saying here Is that if this isn't going to be A nation goal If we're not going to do this as a collective Then why even bother at all You have other races of people that love utilizing black people and black people love being utilized as tools. When you had the NAACP, the NAACP was created by white Jews. They figured they could create this particular movement and utilize black people as tools to more so take a particular shade off of the persecution that Jews were getting in the early 1900s. Going into the 1930's And so on and so forth And when you discover That the white Jews control Most of the industry And the social media platforms Or just mainstream media platforms Or excuse me White media platforms And they own most of the banks When you discover The power that the Jews have I mean like Read the Jewish protocol For for world domination when, when you study The deviancy Of these people You know it should motivate you To do for self It should motivate you in, in some form of aspect First knowledge of self and love for self So motivate you to do for self Alright let's not be uh, Misunderstanding here But secondly When you have Everybody who is up against you From the Italians to the Asians To the Indians to the Arabs When you have all these sets of people Who are up against you This should be some form of a motivation For you to do for self But because we have been so Comfortable with tokenism We've been so comfortable With being given gifts here and there And being given the Opportunity per se Of doing stuff Just as other races of people are We've been given the I wouldn't even want to call it the privilege, but (laughs) we've been given the privilege to, you know, to be some form of of free in this society or at least to uh, at least to think, you know, they give us the illusion that we are free, you know, but a lot of people are still plugged into that matrix. Nonetheless, right. Nonetheless, when we are dealing with these sets of people, when we are dealing with the Asians, when we're dealing with the Chinese, the Korean, the Japanese, you know, we are willing to give up our energy and our time and our money to these sets of people on a 24-7, and yet these people and vice versa do not go out of their way to do anything for us. Not that I really care, because I really don't care what other races of people do. I really do not care what white people do. I don't care what Italians or East Indians do I don't care what other races of people do I am concerned 100% about What we are doing And though I'm not a black nationalist I'm not pro-black, I'm not pan-African All this other type of stuff Right? Whatever particular label That black people are going by RBG, all this other Garveyite I'm me, you know what I'm saying I'm I'm Tyrone (laughs) I'm me And for that you know with all my studies that i've done concerning black people and concerning myself and loving myself and having knowledge of self you know when it comes to me as a black man when i practice self-preservation i'm not practicing being pro black i'm practicing who i am i'm practicing my actual nature of being a black man no no more than a lion that goes out of their way His way or her way, no more than a lion that self preserves themselves, no more than zebras or any other particular animals that self preserve themselves. Wolves are a great example of self preservation of how they create their own pack. There is no wolf nation, but there are wolf tribes. There is no wolf nation, and so when people get an understanding that that's just how nature is, that's natural selection. Where we're not supposed to be for the masses Bringing everybody together that's not that's, There's never been an intention for that Not in nature, not ever However, because we live in different times now It would be better or make sense to have an alliance With other black people around the world And when it comes to our condition Even me personally Uh, Despite my personal views On black people Because if anybody knows If you've listened to my past podcasts um, Which is this is what 11 uh, episode 12 You know in the past 11 podcasts I've Not all of them but for the most part I've emphasized that Hope is irrational when it comes to black people And that's just a hard pill For a lot of people to swallow you know, that's just my personal views that there is no saving the black race. That's just <laughs> that's just how I feel. Um, you can feel how you want to feel about that particular statement, but it's not going to change. When you look at black people like right now who are pushing stop Asian hate, you know, and, and what's even what's even more disgusting. Is black people who are saying stop black hate, they're going to say stop Asian hate, we're going to say stop black hate You know, it's no different than when black people were saying black lives matter and then the white people was like, well we're going to say all lives matter Not as stupid, I think stop black hate is even more stupid than saying stop Asian hate Because regardless, you have to understand who is your audience when you are out here saying stop black hate, they're going to say stop Asian hate. We're going to say stop black hate. Yeah. When <laughs> when when you're saying stop black hate, who is your audience? It's not black people. Can't be black people. So this means that you are telling your oppressor, you are begging your oppressor. No more than you saying black lives matter. My life matters. I can't breathe. Hands up. Hands up. Don't shoot. Another, another trend, another catchphrase for you to make up Arrest the cops, arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor This is just another catchphrase for you What is another hashtag, another catchphrase is going to do for you as a black man or woman? You know what I'm saying? That, and, and this is your response Your response to stop Asian hate isn't, oh we should do more for self It's not, oh, we should uh, do more as a collective. Our response is either we're going to join the Stop Asian Hate movement or we're going to create our own movement and have Stop Black Hate. What is the the narrative for Stop Black Hate? And what people would tell you is that Stop Black Hate is telling other races of people to stop hating on black people and stop racism. But do you think of all things that a hashtag and this this goes even for the same way for the Asian community do y'all really think that a hashtag like let's 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 have a voice of reason here do you really think a hashtag is going to help the condition? you think telling somebody to stop hating has every like has <laughs> has anybody ever stopped hating because you're telling them to stop hating? Like have you ever told somebody Man stop hating And they just stopped hating They, like, they just went quiet Like do, do y'all not see that You're falling for A distraction here What in the world is a hashtag Of stop Asian hate Or stop black hate Or black lives matter What What has that really done Because I still see the same pattern When it concerns us as black people I could care less about any other set of people because I endorse black people. All of my love and all of my energy and all of my attention goes to black people, 24/7, 365. So when it comes to other sets of people, I'm not concerned with what they are doing. When it concerns the the trauma of other sets of people, I'm only concerned with my people because we've been through so much. Nobody has went through. The type of trauma that we have went through as a set of people. And when you look at the conditions in which we are living in, I mean, you got like Asian people, they got their own markets in this society. Asian markets, literally. Look it up. Asian markets throughout the world. We we have Chinatowns throughout the world. Do we have black towns throughout the world? Do, do we have our own black markets throughout the world? Do we have our own banks throughout the world? No, we don't. Do we have our own salons and, and, and beauty stores throughout the world? No. No, we don't. So why in the world are we investing so much time and energy into another set of people and their movement and what's, and what's going on in their life? Because when, when things are happening to us, you want to complain about how silent white people are, you want to complain about how silent Asian people are, how silent people of color are, but why are you so dependent upon how they feel? Why do you still seek the validation even when your head is being, you know, smushed into the ground? Why? <laughs> why? you know like I, I don't understand the the set of the, the mindset that some black people have in this world this is disheartening that even when you are being discriminated against or uh so-called oppressed in this world that you turn your back you you turn the other way and you know you want the aid of other sets of people don't you see me struggling over here I noticed that there's a lot of white people that follow me. My white friends are, are sure silent about this because it doesn't concern them. No more than this issue concerning us. Th- this issue does not concern us whatsoever. But we still will go out of the way to being utilized as a tool to other sets of people. Whatever's going on with black people. That's not the white people's issue. That's not the Asian people issue. That's not the Indian people issue. But you still want their help. You still want them to say Black Lives Matter. You want them to put it in their bio. You want them to uh emphasize it in their business advertisements, whatever the case is. I can't tell you how many black people thought that it was a it was a good move to paint Black Lives Matter in the streets. The 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 Negroes out here, we're just cheering. It's a, it's a move. At least we're getting somewhere. No more than having Martin Luther King Avenue in in the ghettoest parts of this world. It's beyond me. <laughs> I don't even think there's any much more to say about this issue. Like when it comes to stop Asian hate, like. That the hashtag alone is corny But you know that's beyond me I'm going to end this podcast With some quotes from Marcus Garvey And this one particular quote here Marcus Garvey says A people without the knowledge of their past History, origin and culture Is like a tree Without roots Another quote By the Honorable Marcus Garvey He says A race that is solely dependent upon another for economic existence sooner or later dies. As we have in the past been living upon the mercies shown by others and by the chances uh, obtainable and have suffered therefrom. So we will in the future suffer if an effort is not made now to adjust our own affairs. That is deep. And last but not least, the man who is not able to develop and use his mind is bound to be the slave of the other man who uses his mind. And some people, you know, when when I deal with these type of issues, they want, to, they want me to give black people the benefit of a doubt. And we've been giving black people the benefit of a doubt for too goddamn long. It's at this point where black people want to stay Ignorant You know People will say My people suffer For lack of knowledge You know Black people Been going through Slavery And they went through Slavery They went through Jim Crow So their mindset Is all Is, is all out of whack And we went through So much And that's That's why We're in the predicament. You have to understand what, what black people Went through To be like this Do you understand That Even with everything That black people Have went through we still made efforts to actually do for ourselves as soon as we got out of slavery. we built Black wall Street, we built rosewood, we built other parts of this world into our own replicant even later on we still had we still were supporting our own businesses, but unfortunately it was because we only we only had to but because we got you know sucked into the Desegregation era We got we got sucked into this Desegregation movement Which is not integrationist movement Because integration would imply that We have a equal basis In this society You know We'll, we'll, we'll savor that topic for another time For another day But when black people got uh, sucked into this Desegregation movement We immediately Abandoned our own businesses Which kind of goes back to the original uh, audio that we heard in the beginning of this podcast where when other sets of people come into our communities and our places and our spaces that we are willing to support them and go the extra mile of putting them on a pedestal above other black businesses and even with all of that that was going on concerning Black Wall Street being taken down and Woes Road being taken down, even with all of that, we still went the extra mile to learn about ourselves and to love ourselves, even going into the sixties and seventies we we began to some we have we, we had some form of a self love for self and but you know before the Black Power movement was commercialized, we still was learning to love ourselves, we were still going the extra mile to you know, create and build a revolution. All of that unfortunately died down going into the 80s and 90s, and into what we see today. But we still went that extra mile. But nowadays, in this generation and time, we're thinking that those were times in the past, and some people are even being conditioned to believe that black people can't unify. And 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 then you know that might sound contradictory to what I was saying before. Taro, you just said that, that black people, there's no hope for black people. So how you gonna say black people can unify you said there's no hope for black people. <laughs> Let me explain. When I mean that when when black people when when I was saying that black people will take will say that there is no there's no hope in trying to unify other black people, I'm saying that we're saying that we don't have the mental capacity to do it. It's not that we can't, we just don't want to, it's not that we can't, but somehow whenever a black man or a black woman dies, we all in arms, we shall overcome, we we love being up in arms when when a black man or a black woman dies, we'll be up in arms when, you know, it's kind of like family, like family comes together during funerals. But we we won't create our own meetings and we won't create our own setups to where we can come together. Another quote by Marcus Garvey is the greatest weapon that has been used against the Negro is disorganization. See, when I say that black people, there's no hope for black people or hope is irrational. I'm speaking in terms of their mental capacity. When you study the mental capacity of, of black people in this day and age, it's better off that you just go about your day. And you build for yourself and your community or, or for your individual community Your own people Family, inner circle, so on and so forth But see what these particular black people When they say that Black people can't unify it's because that they are in love with the plantation For me, I'm saying black people can't unify Because we have to change our minds first It's like something that Jill Scott said That the revolution would not be televised but his purpose of say, of saying that isn't to say that oh when we when we rise up and, and fight these people it's not going to be televised no that's not his point his his point was that the revolution first starts in the mind it starts at home first and and when black people as a collective first change their minds at the home and begin to condition themselves as conscious black people then as a collective The revolution will happen. As a collective, we will begin to better ourselves and do for ourselves. That's why the revolution won't be televised, because the revolution starts at home. The revolution starts in the mind. So, for me, when I say that black people can't unify, it's not to say that they can't or that they don't have the um, capacity or the ability to do that. And it's not to say that it won't happen. But whenever we seem to unify is in death, in trauma. It, it seems like whenever a black person dies, even in our families, that's that's when we come together. That That's when the whole family, we gotta call up the whole family. We don't come together on good grounds when it comes to something productive. It always has to do with death. With these Negroes though, when they say that black people can't unify It's because that they are too dependent Upon their slave master They are too dependent upon Their oppressor And that's how they see it That's, that's how they view it You know they're, do, they're too dependent upon Who they're sleeping in bed with Becky, Ling Ling, Valerie, Gabrielle When, when they say that black people can't unify they're dealing with their self-hatred. That's the difference between my stance and their stance. If I say that black people can't unify, I'm dealing with it from an intellectual perspective. When you have some of these house Negroes out here that say black people can't unify, it's because that they are too in love to get out of that particular condition. They're too in love to uh, to actually do for self and do for themselves. For me, though, I'm willing to unify and, and collab with black people Who actually have like minds Black people who actually know What they want to do in life And and, and we build on that You know But anyways I've talked for too long Concerning this topic at hand um, Until next time I'm Tyrone Thank you for listening to this podcast Um, If you like what I had to say If you did not like what I had to say You know, let me know in my DMs or whatever the case may be. Um, If this is your first time listening to my podcast, hopefully you enjoyed this podcast and you got something out of this podcast. So be sure to share this podcast with other people if you feel that this was very inspiring or motivational, whatever the case may be. But until next time, I'm Tyrone and I am out.